0: This show is proudly sponsored by Bybit. Bybit has been around for many, many years as one of the early adopters to margin trading in cryptocurrency, and we thank them for that. We have teamed up with Bybit, Trader Cobb, to provide you with a four part education series where you will learn the entire crypto cradle trading strategy with all the essential and bonus factors. You can do an awful lot on this platform. And if you would like to take part in this four part series, what you will need to do is watch the video on that landing page, tradercob.com forward slash Bybit. Once you have watched that video and you've learned how to find your user ID and registered on that page, you will receive an email. Within that email, it will show you a number of ways for you to fund that account. Once that account is funded, please do email us your user ID and we will send you the link to that four-part series. It gives me great pride and joy to be working with one of the largest exchanges in the world, especially regarding margin trading on crypto. So visit wwwtradercobcom forward slash Bybit and get your free cradle course. The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. G'day everybody and welcome to another week of This Week in Crypto, where I give you the cryptocurrency news that I think is relatively important for the week that has been. As you can see, I'm in my Scott Morrison in Hawaii attire because I'm up in the town of 1770 or Towns and Agnes Water because this was the first town in Australia where we were able to accept Bitcoin for pretty much any form of payment and it's kind of slow down. So I'm here to see if we can help out with that process. Getting to the news. Konoco Phillips selling excess gas to a Bitcoin miner in North Dakota. Now, of course, there has been a lot of conversation uh, last year in 2021. If you recall, Tesla having bought Bitcoin and then subsequently having said, oh, no, we can't accept Bitcoin because of the power consumption. (laughs) Tell us another one there, Elon, you good man. Well, here we have obviously a very good outcome that we are seeing excess gas. So this is gas that can't be linked back to, oh, it's bad because it's fossil fuels and nothing else uses fossil fuels. It's just Bitcoin that's bad. Everything else is fine. Excess gas means it wasn't going to be used anyway. So I see this as a very, very good thing, especially for that of Bitcoin, considering we have just seen a significant drop in the price of Bitcoin, down 7.5% or thereabouts in yesterday's session. Now linking up with our weekly candle to the downside, which means we have a weekly downtrend and a daily downtrend. Frowny faces for your portfolio, two thumbs up if you're a trader, because we're looking for shorts anyway. The major, sorry, the oil major is aiming to reach zero routine flaring, By 2025, and flaring is when they burn off the excess gas. Well, instead of that going into, literally, the air, it's now going into mining Bitcoin. A very, very strong, good, forward-thinking initiative here by ConocoPhillips. ConocoPhillips has one Bitcoin pilot project currently operating in the Bakken, where gas that would otherwise have been flared is routed to a Bitcoin processor owned and managed by a third party. A ConocoPhillips spokesman told Coindesk, in an email statement. That is fantastic news to hear and hopefully we start to see other oil and gas companies plugging into something very, very similar, therefore giving us more Bitcoin mining power, less cost and less greenhouse emissions to go with it because we ain't burning it no more through a flame. Every oil and gas company in five to 10 years will have some exposure to mining Bitcoin. Ryan Leachman, a founding party of JII, told Coindesk in November. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is reason for celebration. In 2019, Konoco Phillips was among the founding members of the OOC Oil and Gas Blockchain Consortium, a group of energy companies looking to establish key blockchain standards, frameworks and capabilities within the industry. If I think that there needs to be two thumbs up for one top bloke... It's for this bloke here. It's for these people involved. I think it's a very positive initiative. Again, helping to, I guess, decode the silly thoughts that Bitcoin mining is always bad because guess what? When it comes to blockchain, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, we tend to be the most forward-thinking people on the planet. So well done. A positive little beauty there. Crypto fraudsters, we have to have one each week. By the look of it, it continues to happen. And we are over here at CNBC. Fraudsters, are using bots to drain cryptocurrency accounts in what seems to be a continuation of last week's event where we talked about the MetaMask issues that were, being, that were uh, happening and how to stay safe from that. We now find that fraudsters are selling bots on Telegram that are designed to trick investors into divulging their two-factor authentication, leading to, to accounts being wiped out. Now, obviously the first thing to state would, would be at this point, do not give your 2FA out. If anyone's asking for your private key, do not give it out. If anyone's asking anything about any of your accounts or login details, run a country mile, then run back and turn off your laptop, then run another mile and then have some water. (laughs) Dr. Anders Apgar, a Coinbase customer, Said his account had a balance of more than $100,000 in crypto when it was hijacked during a robocall. That is a new thing for me, a robocall. What is a robocall? I have zero idea, but it's a pretty bloody cool name because Robocop is a pretty bloody cool movie. (laughs) He was out for dinner last month with his family and his phone would not stop buzzing. It looked like a robocall. Ah, now I get it, those random calls. I get them all the time. So he tried to ignore it. But the calls were not stopped and his wife's phone also started to ring when she picks up the banner came across a notification that says, your account is in jeopardy. This is how they tend to do it. They threaten. they say, if you don't do this, this is what the outcome will be, which in fact is the opposite because if you do what they ask, the outcome will be exactly what they said that they were going to protect you from. It is a nightmare scenario for most crypto enthusiasts. And this is another reason why you should be storing your crypto assets in a hardware storage wallet. Now, he said, he cannot remember if Emmanuel entered his two factor authentication code or if it came up automatically on his screen. What happened in that moment led to his account being locked in less than two minutes. As Apgar has not regained access, he said he assumes the fraudsters stole most, if not all the crypto, but he can't be sure. Again, another example of keeping safe, street wise, crypto wise, digitally wise, and keeping yourself safe from harm. And what can only be described as some massive news and a bit of mud on the old face of the dinosaur that is Warren Buffett, a fantastic dinosaur, by the way, a really, really cool dinosaur, but an old dinosaur, nevertheless, we see that Warren Buffett invests $1 billion in Bitcoin-friendly Neobank and dumps his Visa and MasterCard stocks. Now, what on earth would the Oracle of Omaha be doing in this case? What may he have he realised? Well we know when it comes to digital assets that one of the biggest areas of growth in this space and most widely used user cases for day-to-day life is in the payment space. Just the same as we would use our Visa or MasterCards to tap, pay or put it in, put in your pin code. We are seeing very efficient, fast ways for us to use our crypto wallets to pay for items, goods, food, services. As we see Crypto.com type companies, Mobi, these sorts of companies go on the rise and on a rampage. I'm sure Mr. Buffett has, has seen the writing on the wall. And now he has put a large wedge, well, not by his standards, into Neobank. Now, if you recall a little while ago, a few years back, Bitcoin was regarded as rat poison by the one and only Omaha, or sorry, uh, what, what are they, what, well, just Oracle of Omaha. I just lost my brain there for a minute. Here's the thing, though. He's flipped on that. Buffett, the so-called Oracle of Omaha, is popular for his cautious approach to investing, particularly in the market's hottest sectors, such as fintech. The veteran investor had also downplayed emerging decentralised finance solutions like Bitcoin, ridiculing as an asset that does not create anything. But Berkshire's new stake in NewBank shows that Buffett has been softening up to fintech lately. In detail, the firm had invested $500 million in the startup in 2021, back in July. His, its returns on the said investment amounted to $150 million by December of 2021. That's a pretty bloody good return. Now, of course, that was after the listing went forward. What this is going to do is help people to see, OK, if Buffett says red light, lots of people say red light with him. Without any question of doubt, when he says green light, people will follow green light with Mr. Buffett. Don't forget the Berkshire Hathaway is a very large managed fund by Mr. Buffett himself, as well as all of his crew. This is no insignificant feat for Bitcoin. Okay, in detail, EasyVest, a trading platform that Newbank acquired in September 2020, has been actively offering a Bitcoin exchange traded fund, an ETF, since June of 2021. Dubbed QBTC11, sounds like a strain of something bad, but it's not. It's not. It's not. The ETF is backed by QR Asset Management and is listed on the B3 Stock Exchange, the second oldest bourse in Brazil. So we can see what Newbank are doing here. They are, as you see in the name, a new bank. Very clever, that one, wasn't it? And what they're doing is they are pushing forward with expansion into digital assets and the use case of said assets. So it's really important for us to understand that this is a significant item, not just because it is Warren Buffett, but it's also giving people such as Mr. Buffett options to have exposure through traditional asset classes that they are familiar with i.e. listed companies to get access into the digital space, whether that be directly Bitcoin related or whether that be just on the expansion of what is blockchain technology and it's not going away anywhere. Again, a very good positive there. Coindesk. Now this one I see as being absolutely bahooj, Bahooge, bahooge. I don't know what that means, but I had to put a B in front of huge because it slipped out of my mouth. The UAE, the United Arab Emirates, Our buddies, the future of everything over there in the UAE. Eh, Some questionable stuff goes on there too. They're issuing crypto licences in a bid to become the industry hub. And I tell you what, when it comes to hubs, I tell you who made a hub pretty bloody well. Dubai didn't do a bad effort, did they? From absolute deserts with one Toyota building on that street to an absolute metropolis, a business mecca, and very nice tax options too, I might add. Perhaps that's why people i to do these two together and see what you come up with but for the UAE to be now forward forwardly pushing to open the crypto hub, of the UAE to make it a global powerhouse is huge because they don't do things in halves. And second to that, it's not out of some small little backwater country that nobody really knows about and therefore doesn't take too seriously. What we're seeing here is a, a country, a nation state that has come forward and they say, hey, we're gonna have a crack at this, but they're big. They have proven they can do it in the past through the creation of what they have already. And it's a massive, massive step in the right direction for the space. So they're preparing to issue federal licenses for virtual assets, okay? Now what this is going to do hopefully in their view is bring more business over there. They have a lot of FinTech already. They are now about to take on a lot more crypto related projects. Now I've been to Dubai specifically for crypto and over there, there's a lot going on. They are very open to it. They're looking to have smart cities. They're having a huge, Amount in there. Now, here's something important. Having considered the approaches of the U.S., the U.K., and Singapore, the U.A.E. Well, that came out weird. Will take a hybrid approach. The S.C. The S.C.A. and central bank will be responsible for regulation with regional financial centres determining their day-to-day procedures on licences, according to Bloomberg. The government also wants to create a favourable environment for crypto mining. That is very, very good, as I said, for many, many different reasons. I'm going to be watching this space very, very closely to see the progress that the UAE is making, because I can be sure of one thing. When they do something, they give it a bloody good shot. Well done, the UAE. Onto the big dog, Mr. Sam B. F. The man with the golden mop. I can't really diss him on his mop, can I? Bitcoin billionaire Sam F says a crypto autumn may be here. And that Fed policy will keep driving price swings. And what an apt time to discuss this particular item. Why? Because well, of course we've seen Bitcoin and the major top 10 and across the board falling extraordinarily hard. Over the last twenty-four hours. Now, what, what, Fred? What Sam is saying is that we might not go into a winter. That may end up just being an autumn, which, of course, is not as brutal, not as cold, not as horrific, but it's still autumn. We know winter's coming. Perhaps we can go from autumn back to spring really quick, Sam. Just an idea. The he told Insider there's certainly been a slowdown, but there's still plenty of excitement around cryptocurrencies. I completely agree with that sentiment. Now the real big thing to take on board here is that he didn't say winter. The phrase in crypto winter has been a phrase that we unfortunately had to deal with all the way through sort of 1819, until he saw the most recent boost pushing up through 2020 into 2021. It's not something that crypto enthusiasts like myself like to be hearing. It is a term of pain. However, what Sam has done very smartly, very PR savvy, Mr. Sam, you are he said maybe it's an autumn so therefore people don't freak out too much because people like to hear what comes out of the lips of men and women that are of the you know powerhouse size that Sam is now as we go through this article he says i don't think it's really a winter we're still seeing a lot of activity in this space and a lot of excitement. So what does that mean to us investors and traders out there? Well, it might mean, first of all, hopefully you took advice through going through the Trader Cob course, and everything I've been saying for a long time when markets were up, which is, don't forget to take your bloody profits, keep some on the sidelines, keep yourself cool, calm and collected, so you don't freak out. Second, if we are to make investments, we have to be even more strict, even more open to what could occur on the negative side. Now, All that requires is for us to be a little bit more diligent in our risk management, our sector exposure, and how much money we have out there in the market at any given time. As a trader, however, it doesn't make too much of a difference Ah, because if the market goes up, we get trends, right? If the market goes down, we get trends. And guess what I do? I trade trends. The strategies that I teach and employ for over 19 years, oh sorry, 18 years, is trend related. If the market goes sideways, it's gonna be a bit boring. But you'll be sure to see, there will be a lot of volatility over the coming weeks, as we've just seen Bitcoin have a strong dive. So ladies and gentlemen, if you did like this content, if you do like this content, please do like, share, subscribe, please share it with your buddies, You know, share what we do. We don't have a massive audience. I wanna see it grow. Uh, I, I am passionate about this space. I do put a lot of free stuff out there. All I ask in return is for you to perhaps return the favor Sharing this on. Of course, you can get free information and more and more and more about the trading side of things by going to tradercob.com. You guys have a fantastic day. I love you to death. Enjoy your weekend and keep an eye on the markets. Thank you very much for your time. Bye for now. The Trader Cob Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. This show is proudly sponsored by Bybit. Bybit has been around for many, many years as one of the early adopters to margin trading in cryptocurrency, and we thank them for that. We have teamed up with Bybit, Trader Cob to provide you with a four-part education series where you will learn the entire crypto cradle trading strategy with all the essential and bonus factors. You can do an awful lot on this platform. And if you would like to take part in this four part series, what you will need to do is watch the video on that landing page, tradercobcom forward slash Bybit. Once you have watched that video and you've learned how to find your user ID and registered on that page, you will receive an email. Within that email, it will show you a number of ways for you to fund that account. Once that account is funded, please do email us your user ID and we will send you the link to that four part series. It gives me great pride and joy to be working with one of the largest exchanges in the world, especially regarding margin trading on crypto. So visit wwwtradercobcom forward slash Bybit and get your free cradle course.